Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy's Cat Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Friday, July the 29th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are talking about building muscle with body weight only. Is it possible? Do you want to do it? Can you do it? And how would you incorporate it into your life if it is actually a thing? Before I jump into that, a handful of housekeeping tips. I'm tired, by the way. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it was just this terrible workout I just ran myself through. But man, I, uh, I'm on the struggle bus here. But uh, nobody gives a shit. I just thought I would <laughs> share for some reason. Uh, you all have those days, you know, like where you crush a workout and you feel great for about 20 minutes. And then it's like, Somebody reached in, like Indiana Jones style, where they reach in and they rip the guy's heart out. They, you just rip in and pull your soul out. And now I have no more life energy. It has literally evaporated in the span of about 20 minutes here post-workout. But just thought I'd share for everybody who can feel my pain, depending on where you're at right now. If you're on your walk, if you're doing mobility, if you're in your car, maybe you're about to start your workout. It'll happen to you too. Anyways, uh, a couple housekeeping things. One... The Jeremy Scott Fitness app has been live now for about 70 days. ton of you guys in there. Thank you. Uh, very, very humbled, and I appreciate the community. You guys have been amazing. We're about two and a half weeks, three, no, three and a half weeks, three and a half weeks into our five-week summer challenge. It's, uh, it's rocking and rolling, so you guys have been awesome inside there. Anybody else, if you want to check it out, jeremyscottfitness.app. You guys can go in the show notes here. If you want to check the link in my Instagram bio, I share it on my stories all the time. It's just a dollar for the first month. I don't know how much longer we're going to do that because that is a little bit uh, crazy in all reality, but we'll be doing that. So if you want to get in now, jeremyscottfitness.app is just a buck. Otherwise, I think monthly it's 15 bucks. And for the year, it's like, it's like a hundred bucks, maybe. Honestly, the amount of stuff that we have put in there and continue to put in there every single week for the price point, you're not going to beat it, man. And I'm not saying that like to brag or anything, but there's nobody can fuck with it. You just can't. And uh, there's no excuse now um, why you don't have access to something. Everything's in there. Full programs, full upper body sections, lower body sections, mobility, mindset, nutrition. My personal weekly workouts are in there. We just loaded an abs and a core tab. We have hotel workouts. All of the guides that we have put together for the last 15 years, macros, uh, supplement guides, smoothie guide, high protein recipes guide, supplement, all these things we have, they're all in there. It's packed. So if you guys want to check it out, Jeremy's got finished that app. You can get down. We are releasing a cut and jack program 2.0. So an updated, uh, more badass version of that. The original program is perfect and it's fine. But there's a couple of tweaks I made because I've been playing with some stuff here um, in the lab. So I think you guys will dig that. If you're a dude who's, or a female, who's looking to get cut and jacked and wants to do kind of bodybuilding, if it meant Metcon, if it meant some athletic movements, if it meant strength patterns. And obviously we, we cycle in the mobility stuff uh, all over it. So it's a great program for that. And then we are launching an abs core challenge, which... Is going to be, I want to say early September. I'm looking at my calendar right now. Probably like September the 12th. That's going to be 34 days of just abs. You can tack that onto any program you do. There's going to be, there's over a hundred different uh, ab and core movements inside of there. 
And I promise you at least 50 of them you guys have never done. You've never seen. Uh, it's not something you'd put into your programming. So it'll be cool. And uh, it's a face melter. And we will give away a prize. We'll fly you here. We'll put you up at Savannah if you win that one, just like we're doing for the five-week summer Matcon Challenge. So Jeremy Scuffin is that app if you guys want to get down with me all day, every day. Next on my list, we are brought to you by my friends at Athletic Greens. You guys already know. I take it every day. I never miss a day. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott will get you your supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. Probiotics are in here. Digestive enzymes are in here. The antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and veggies. I can't eat 12 servings of veggies a day. You're probably not either. So take Athletic Greens. It covers the gaps in nutrition. Don't eat like an asshole. You still got to eat real food, but this is going to cover the things that you miss. If you want to get it right now, we'll give you a year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with order one at athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott. Or if you want a free pack, 100% for free. Don't feel like a weirdo. Reach out to us. I, If I had a guess, we've sent out over at least 1,000, if not more, free sample packs in the last 12 months. That's a lot. We never deny anybody. We send them everywhere. Greece, Australia, um, I don't know. I, Monica could tell you all the crazy places they've been, but we will send them anywhere. So hit me up. DM me on Instagram, email, YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you message us. We will get you a pack right to your front door. You can try it for free. See if you like it. It is the best tasting greens on the planet. And then get hooked up with all the free stuff from there. So message us. Otherwise, go to the site, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott in the show notes to get all the free stuff today. We're also brought to you by our friends at Dry Farms Wine. Heather loves their wine. Dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Finance gets you a bottle of wine, and the next bottle is a penny. It's pure natural wine, organic. There's no bullshit in it. Lower alcohol, lower sugar. If you're going to drink booze, you might as well drink the best booze. That's like I say anything. You know, and like, well, the, the stuff I drink is fine. If it could be better, it's as good as broken. So if you want it, links in the show notes. My wife will tell you all about it. I don't know anything about wine. Been wine tasting all over the world, in Spain, in some dude's castle. Uh, where else have I been wine tasting? We did it in Spain. I've been to Napa Valley. I've been all over Napa. We did it in Italy, and I still don't know anything about it. I'm more of a Give me a, a beer or just a whiskey. I'm a normal dude from the Midwest. Wine seems a little fancy for me. But if you guys drink wine, that's the best place to do it. Also brought to you by our friends at Beam CBD. BeamTLC.com. The code is Jeremy Scott to get you 20% off all products, 35% off all subscriptions. I take the dream product most nights to go to sleep. If you want to try that for free, hit us up. I'll send you a couple samples of the dream. See if it helps you get to sleep and more importantly, stay asleep. And then you can get hooked up with the discounts if you like it. They have a ton of products on the site. It's all THC-free, highest quality CBD stuff. We like those guys. They're super cool. That's why we partner with them. So everything's in the show notes if you guys want to check it out and get hooked up from there. And then our other sponsors, Kettle and Fire Bone Broth. Link is in the show notes. Sleeve sold separately. Link is in the show notes. That's my joggers, my hoodies, and all the athletic shirts I wear. Discounts on both of those. And last but not least, our friends at JLab Pro, jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com. Right now, there's a sale on everything on Jay's site. It's 25% off with the code ID25. So it takes 25% off everything today. That's where I get my protein, my turmeric, my collagen, and my krill oils. And I wanted to share this really quick. Just some research on uh, the krill oils. It's their Omega Icon uh, product. There's a bunch of research now 
on their krill oil that just this week there's a recent study showing that krill oil um, and the benefits on joint health, which is published by the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, the study shows that krill oil improves knee stiffness and physical function in adults between ages of 40 and 65 years old with mild to moderate knee osteoarthritis. So the key finding is knee pain significantly reduced in the krill oil group versus the placebo knee stiffness significantly reduced in the krill oil group versus placebo physical function significantly improved in the krill oil group versus the opposite group. So with this study, there is now three human clinical trials providing the benefits of krill oil on joint health. And this one specifically went to knee pain, stiffness. So if you're a person who is maybe more prone to that, you're getting a little bit older, 40 and over, Lord knows I'll be there in a hot second. Um, that's why I do take the krill oil product and I believe in it. So if you want to check it out, jlabpro.com slash jeremyscottfitness. Links in my show notes. You can put in the code ID25, get 25% off. See what you think. Take it for a couple months. It's not going to hurt you. And I promise you, based on all the studies, and this is from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, it is going to help you because the one thing you don't want is joint pain, knees, hips, elbows, ankles, all of them are, I would consider, relatively important to your life and the quality of it. So if you can make them better, why not do a little joint juicing and throw this into your life 24-7? Okay, so before I jump in here to the body weight training, uh, we've been posting a ton lately on Instagram as always, Facebook as always, YouTube, we are ramping up. Uh, there's already 1,500 videos on our YouTube page, Jeremy Scott Fitness on YouTube. It's 100% for free. There's tens of thousands of you already over there, which is cool. But if not, hop on. Uh, everything's free over there. We share long-form content, short-form content. But we're doing a lot of shorts now, which basically we're taking from TikTok. I can't hardly keep all this shit up. We post on LinkedIn too. There's so many platforms. It's um, I feel like I work in technology, honestly, half the time because I can't even. I'm trying to learn all these things. I feel like an old person because all these these platforms now are super fast. They're super loud. I feel like I'm an 80-year-old talking about this, but it's just, it's too much for me. Um, I tend to just post and ghost. Now, I'm sharing this because I've been posting on TikTok lately because we're getting a lot of traffic over there. A lot of people are, are asking questions. Some of our videos doing hundreds and hundreds of thousands of, of views. So you're getting a lot of people come into your space. It's, it's called marketing. It's pretty simple if you run a business. But usually, I just post and kind of ghost on there because it's too much to answer every single question on every platform. I tend to go where our people are, which over the last probably year, Instagram has become a much more friendly space and there's not as many fuck faces that uh, kind of come my way because we just block them or delete them. And because again, I ain't got no time for that shit in my life and neither do you guys. And that's where <clears throat> I'm going to share this because if you ever want to feel bad about yourself, go ahead and, and do some videos for men's health like I did for a, a good decade. And uh, then read the comments uh, on YouTube or on Facebook if you can go find them. Some of the videos that got 10 million uh, views and see how shitty you feel about yourself. Uh, TikTok is like the new version of that uh, for me this week. And uh, so we have a video we posted their day. A ton of people are, are queuing and asking questions. So I'm trying to answer them. Here's where I get my joggers, sleepsleepseparately.com. Here's how long the workout took me. The normal questions, here's how tall I am, here's how much I weigh, here's how much I weigh blah, blah, blah. But you know when something starts to go um, outside of your normal community, 
you get the trolls out in full force. And I'm going to share this and I'm going to tie it in for a second. Um, number one, never read the comments, you guys. If it's not from your friends, pay them no mind. Um, and if you read them and you can have thick skin and it doesn't affect you, then that's okay. But if you're the type of person who mentally is not in a good space, you are negative about yourself, your own worst enemy, please do not read the comments and do not dwell on some stranger's shitty opinion of your life because it's going to hold you back from posting and sharing and doing the things that you're supposed to do and give back to the world. And I do not, not want that to happen to you. I can't imagine what it'd be like if I was a, a 14-year-old me, 15-year-old me, 16-year-old me reading some of the shit people say about me. Now, lucky for them, I'm a damn near 40-year-old man and I was born with this gene called I don't give a fuck. And so like I can roll with it, but also I didn't grow up with this. And I grew up with my dad and my household and my thing. So again, I, I was built. I was built for this. Um, if you're not that person, just be really careful because I want you guys to be creating and sharing and, and doing the things that you love and not be deterred by a small minority of people who are kind of hating on you. And I say that because <clears throat> I could, there was a couple gems the, the other day. Um, but the best one was this guy. I went, let's call him Roger. Sorry if you're really if your name is really Roger out there. I'm not trying to crush you, but it just popped in my head. So Roger went on to comment on this video I did. This is a five uh, 550 workout, 50 pound dumbbell. You're doing five movements. There's 100 reps of each. It's, it's actually pretty gnarly. And uh, he wrote, I worked out a million times and always kept my shirt on. I rode my bike for 300 miles in the last three days and still kept my shirt on. And he keeps going and going. And obviously, I, I filmed the video like a shirtless douchebag because that's what you do to get likes and views and it's called marketing and it's not what I do in real life but it's what I do for the internet because I understand how to play the game and it's made me a lot of money over the years and now the 17 year old version of me which is what I'm eternally 17 inside would want to reply and be like well, dude, there's probably a reason you didn't take your shirt off because you look like a bag of shit. Now, I didn't say that, but that's in my head kind of what I always think. Like, that's my natural, if you know me, like, personally, like, you're in my close friend circle, you're my wife, you're my family, like, I cut. Like, I cut to the quick, man. Like, I don't bullshit. Like, you're going to come at me hot. Like, if I got a skill, it's it's this kind of asshole wit that's deep down. That's the circle of friends I grew up with. I, I Again, if you hang around killers, you become a killer. So if you hang around a bunch of smart asses who are super mean to each other, I was probably one of the best, if, if not the best in our circle of people. And, and typically with your friends, the meaner you are as a man to your friends, the, the more you love them. I know that sounds fucked up, but the, the, the meaner and the more critical you can be of somebody in, in your close circle, the more you... you respect them and have love for them. Because if, if they weren't your friend and you weren't close to them, you couldn't say that because they beat the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? So I say that to share this. A lot of times if I wear BJ Gadours, shout out to BJ Gadours, sleep sold separately, code JScott15 for always 15% off. Um, I'll wear BJ shorts, which they are super comfortable. Now I'll wear them in the pool at my house and uh, I'll wear them in here to film videos. Probably not on a public because it's not my personality type. I don't like all my, all my stuff out there. Um, for a live show. I'm more of like a video kind of guy. Um, but I'll wear his shorts for, for a lot of videos because they do film great. They're comfortable. They show off your hamstrings, your quads. You get it. And uh, the comment I'll get is that like, you know, whose shorts are those? Are they your sister's? Or, or, or did you forget you put your sister's shorts on today? And what I really want to reply with is, 
No, they're your mom's or I got them at your mom's house. But again, that 17-year-old me, which is always going to be inside, that's not what I share on the internet. The point is, when people are getting on you, and it could be your friends, it could be your family, it could be the people closest to you who are judging, you know, maybe you're starting a new career, you're starting a new passion project, you are shifting gears with your personal interests and likes, and you're doing something different, people are going to razz you, uh, people are going to, you know, troll you a little bit and, and kind of talk shit about you. And again, haters are going to hate that. That's what they do. You got to have perspective. And you got to understand there's there's levels to it, right? Where if somebody, a complete stranger, is going to stop and talk shit about you, you already won. They know who you are. They're watching your life. You don't know them. You're not watching their life. You're already taking up real estate in their brain. You were so important to them in that moment of their life where they could have done anything. Called their mom and dad. Played with their kids. Kissed their, their husband or wife. Exercised. Did mobility. Read something useful to make themselves smarter. They chose to watch you say something, do something, and then comment negatively about it. You have taken up real estate in their brain. So understand that before you reply and before you take it seriously. And understand some people are just, you know, I don't know how else to say it. They're just salty bitches, man. That's just how they're going to be. And they exist for a reason. And to hopefully give you perspective and gratitude. And if you're not a person who can handle that, post and ghost and either don't worry about the comments or have somebody on your team or, or someone take care of it for you. And I say that because there's a lot of professionals listening to this. And when I say all industries, for sure, a lot of health and fitness coaches, a lot of realtors, a lot of doctors, people who probably have a great personality. They have a lot of information to share. There's a lot of things they can say and do. It could help a lot of people. It could help the world. It could enhance their business. But they're too scared because, well, somebody might say I sound stupid or look dumb. I promise you, if it gets popular enough, they're going to. But that shit don't matter, man. You just got to do you. Keep banging your own drum. And if what you're doing is helping people, then keep on doing it. And pay the small minority of people no mind. I just had to share that because I know a lot of younger kids um, get cyberbullied. Um, I've heard it here from a lot of parents. I know a lot of adults really are overly critical of themselves. They, um, they judge themselves far too harshly. And they're deterred from doing things for fear of judgment from strangers, which is fucking nuts to me, and from friends and family. And I don't want you to be that. I want you to do and share and say all the things that you feel are important to you with the world and not be deterred by what other people think. Because at the end of the day, you can't control it anyway. You really can't. But if you go to sleep at night, when you wake up in the morning, you look in the mirror and you know like in your heart of hearts, you are doing the things that you think are important in helping people. Fuck the people who don't like it. It ain't for them anyway. Just my two cents for all my people out there looking to share, create, uh, have a personal brand and do something. The world needs more positive people. There's enough negative fuck faces out there. So don't let them silence your voice. You keep your voice rolling. And over time, we will win. I promise you guys that. Now, before I kick into just the body weight training, Travis Merritt 
shared a great little email today, and I believe it comes from Dave Tate originally. I'm actually going to put it out on our newsletter probably later next week because it, it hits hard, man. And uh, it, 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 it ties in perfectly to me getting smoked uh, this week on TikTok and every platform for the last 10 years, basically. And it's not really fitness related, but like I always say, it's all fitness and it's all not fitness, but you can tie it into this, obviously. It's something we all need to be reminded of. And it's something that we all need to hear. And it goes like this. And I quote, I volunteered in my son's kindergarten class most of the year. And it's been a great time. I was there yesterday walking down the hallway, listening to the morning announcements, and I heard about a fire and donations for a family. So I go to the classroom, and I'm sitting there, not even thinking about it. At the beginning of reading time, the teacher brings up one of the kids in class. Well, it's the kid who just lost everything in the fire over the weekend. And you could tell the kid wasn't in, like, the highest of spirits. So the teacher starts explaining to the class the important thing that, you know, nobody was hurt, nobody, you know, is in the hospital dying. She's doing exactly what she should do because kids have questions, you know, like, did you lose your clothes? Did you lose your toys? Things that typical kindergartners obviously are going to ask. And the kid starts talking about how his cats ran off because they were scared of the fire and how his two dogs are now in heaven because the dogs died in the fire, which is awful to hear. And it's just killing this kid to sit up there and talk about it as a young kindergartner. And all of a sudden, these little kids start saying things like, you can have some of my clothes. You can have my dog. Kids are the fucking best, man. You can stay at my house. Every single kid in the class was willing to give up something for this kid. They're willing to give him toys. They're willing to give him their own pets. He looks up and says that everything's fine, and he has everything he needs right in front of him as he looks at the classroom. Now, I had to get up and walk out of the fucking room at this point. Um, all these kids know the most important things in life are friends and family. And I'm standing in the hallway, and it dawns on me, where did we as adults get so fucked up? Because we're really starting off okay. We all started off as this kid who lost everything. And we're starting off as the kids who wanted to give him everything. Where do we go wrong? What point did we change as adults? Because that's one of those most inspiring moments, you know, to have in your entire life. Is seeing the strength and resolve of a five-year-old kid and five-year-old kids in general. And that's kind of the Dave Tate quote that he shared. And... um it's true, man. We, um, I don't know what it is, and I don't know where we changed. And as I read this, I like to think I'm as close to this five-year-old kid um, as I can be as an adult. And, you know, when you know better, you do better. And the more I can give back and try to help people, that's what I'm going to continue to do. So even though I'm tired of shit here today, I'm doing this podcast because I think it can help some of you guys. And I think not sharing this message, just working out selfishly, going home, playing with my dog, watching John Wick, like that's not 
you know, going to help a lot of you guys. Uh, it'll help me, I guess. And I can do that. But the point is I can do that afterwards. I can give scholarships here to people. I can adopt families. I can give people t-shirts. I can give them a buddy pass. Like I can share information on a podcast for free and YouTube for free and Instagram for free and Facebook for free and TikTok for free and LinkedIn for free and YouTube for free. Like you can give back. I can send free samples of athletic greens and beam and all these things. And now selfishly, in a roundabout way, those things are going to pay me back, but there's no guarantee of that, and there never was. But I want to try to do the best I can for other people. And the takeaway is just ask yourself, you know, are you like these kindergarten kids or are you like most adults? Just kind of selfishly wrapped up in your own shit, just thinking you have to have bigger, better, newer, always have more, always own more, always control more. And I'm not saying you can't have nice stuff and, you know, want to have a nicer house and a nicer car and and make more money at your job. That's not what I'm saying at all. But if you really look at it, a lot of people, like most of us got enough, man. If you really look around, you know, and I'm not saying everybody, we all got shit, man. But if you look around your life, you might have just about everything you need right in front of you. So food for thought as you guys head into the weekend here. But finally, 25 minutes in, talking about body, uh, not bodybuilding, building muscle, kind of bodybuilding, building muscle with body weight. First off, can it be done? Yes, it can be done. I'm going to plug BJ Gador's Your Body is Your Barbell book here. Um believe that bad boy was a bestseller. Uh, Men's Health had put that out with him. I don't even know how many years ago now. But in terms of understanding functional body weight movement, that is a great, uh, it's a great resource. Now, I think BJ did only body weight workouts for a whole year. Um, Which, it's a level of dedication most people did not have. I'm not asking you guys to do that. And I'll talk about building a foundation later, but it can be done. You can build muscle. You can own patterns with just your body weight. And should you train every day using your body weight? Is body weight training easier than weight training? People ask a lot of those questions. Uh, The answer isn't always, you know, black and white and uh, as obvious as you probably think. The key to building muscle with anything, dumbbells, kettlebells, bands, uh, sandbags, even body weight, is understanding they're all just types of resistance, right? Like even your own body weight is a type of resistance depending on how you leverage it. And I'm going to go through a lot of the patterns here, whether it's uh, pull-ups, muscle-ups, push-ups, split squats, uh, inverted rows. There's a ton of ways you can skin a cat in terms of training with just body weight. Now the key is understanding how to use your body weight in terms of training um, and if you're going to integrate it solo or if you're going to put it uh, in with a workout with dumbbells, kettlebells, bands, and every other protocol. But basically, your body doesn't know the difference between you climbing a tree or you doing jumping jacks. You know what I'm saying? Like your heart only knows the perceived stress. It doesn't know what you're doing. It only knows your heart rate is at, you know, 166. Now, whether you got that running from the police 
or you know running running on a track, it just knows your heart rate is that high. It's the same thing if you're using the dumbbells or kettlebells or, or barbells. It doesn't know the difference. And skill-wise, I do think most people should start with body weight for most movement patterns. I really do. Because it's safer um, to begin. And you're going to negate the risk of injury for a lot of movements. Especially if, you know... You start off with the barbell doing the heaviest load possible when you really should have focused on just owning the pattern first. And again, if you're traveling for work, you don't have access to a lot of things, you can use bodyweight stuff um, to keep the gains you have and to keep your strength and, and literally have no negative effects on the body in terms of like hypertrophy and what building muscle is like. So I'm going to walk through how you can use body weight for hypertrophy or for fat loss, whether you're in the weight room or not. The first thing you have to understand is what level you're at. If you're a baseline level person, I think this is where you should start. And this is for every teenage kid, every beginner in the gym, every person who has a handful of old injuries, anybody in who's starting group training, in general, I'm just a fan of that. And the reason I say that is because you don't have any shitty habits yet, right? Like over the course of your life, we pick up good habits and we pick up bad habits. We really do. And if you could meet somebody like a golf swing, right? I meet a guy who's been golfing for 20 years, but he sucks. He has some, some shitty mechanics, but because of the shitty mechanics, he's reinforced them for thousands of reps, and it's going to be really hard for you to convince this guy to change his swing because it's just synced into his body. It's laced into his memory. And everything is, and he can do it for sure, but it's way harder. It's like if you were shooting a basketball like trash for 25 years, it's going to be tough to teach you to fix all the mechanics properly in the course of a month. Now, if we catch you fresh, like for me, um, let me think of something that like, I've, I've never done before um, in terms of a sport. I mean, I've done almost everything, but I'm not great. So let's go something I don't do a lot. Like I golfed too much. You could probably teach me to get better, but I got a pretty shit swing. And I think it'd be hard at this point. But if it was like hockey, like I played hockey, I know how to skate, but you could teach me a lot about hockey that I, I never knew. So I'd be like a, a beginner mindset. And obviously, we all have to have a beginner mindset to learn something. But in terms of that, I really am a beginner because I don't know shit. Like, I played hockey as a kid, like you'd play in the street, but I never had a coach. Like, I just grabbed the stick and we just hit the ball around. You know, and I have enough hand eye coordination to be dangerous, but I'm fucking terrible, obviously, compared to guys who played in high school and college and everything else. So, that would be a great place for me to start. I think the same thing with fitness. It's when you get high school kids and, and males in particular and uh, just males in general because dudes are fucking stubborn and stupid and it's always like whose dick is the biggest, right? I don't know what, the, I mean, we all do it as men, but it's it just, it, the older you get, the more you realize like sometimes it's just really stupid. And so you get these high school kids who come into the gym and it's like, well, who can squat the most? Well, 
not understanding you guys can't do 50 bodyweight squats perfectly because your mechanics are shit. You have terrible mobility, probably in the ankles, probably in your knees, probably in your hips. Your T-spine's super tight. I go down the list. But the point is like, and then a dude will do that. Or who can overhead squat the most when they have you know terrible wrist mobility, terrible shoulder mobility. Like everything in their chain is, is jacked, yet we're going to load it up super heavy. It's an ego thing. So uh, the point I'm driving at is I think everybody – Start slow and build from there. Own the pattern first before you start to load it and go crazy. Swallow your pride. And, and I'm going to get to this, how body weight can crush people when it's done properly. And if you slow things down. But the first thing you have to know if you're going to train just body weight and you want to make progress, progressive overload. This is for every program. If you want to get muscles, you want to be Rambo, Right and you're using only body weight, you're going to have to follow kind of the, you know, old school time-honored tradition principle of progressive overload. Basically what it's saying is to get stronger, to get bigger, to get better, you have to increase the difficulty of your sessions and your training over time. So whether it's not each day, um, each week, each program, each month, each quarter, you are increasing the difficulty of your training. So for body weight, that could be a ton of things. It could be sets. It could be reps. It could be the difficulty of the exercise itself, um, speed, the load, the tempo, and I'll go into all those in detail in a second. The people who are more experienced, the veterans, the people who are practitioners, um, they can focus on the more advanced movements. They can focus on refining techniques, uh, things like less rest time in between sets, doing kind of the EMOM protocols and making minor improvements over time. That's how they would do the kind of progressive overload. And the example would be is if it was push-ups. If you can do, let's say, 10 regular push-ups, there's no point to consistently repeating that over and over and over and over again the exact same way. You either have to move to a more advanced version of a push-up, like let's say if it's a plyo push-up, uh, maybe it's a close grip push-up, maybe it's a wide grip push-up for the same 10, or adding more reps. If you can do 10 easy, maybe it's 15. If you can do 15 easy, maybe it's 20. Or if you can normally do five sets, maybe it's six sets, maybe it's seven sets. Or you do an EMOM protocol. Say, Jeremy, well, 20 push-ups is easy for me. I'm like, okay, we'll set the clock for 10 minutes. And every minute on the minute, get me 20 push-ups. If you're listening to this, and I'm talking perfect form, chest touches the floor, full extension up top, controlled tempo all the way up and down, 20 push-ups every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. There's less than 1% of people listening to this who can do that. I'd argue very few. Some of you can. I'm sure, but do it perfectly with no hip lag and you have perfect range of motion, stiff line, head to heel, tight glutes, tight abs, your body will be fucking lit up. The point I'm driving at is if you can do 10 push-ups easy, you have to make it harder to progress forward. If you don't, you're not going to be able to make progress. That's what I mean in terms of of body weight training. If you can do 10 pull-ups super easy, cool. How much rest time can you take in between to do the next 10, the next 10, the next 10? Same protocol applies. Take a clock, put 10 minutes on it. 
give me 10 perfect pull-ups, chest touches the bar, or your chin comes over the bar every rep, no momentum, no swinging, full range of motion, full extension at the bottom, or maybe like a half inch short, chin over the bar, 10 reps every minute on the minute for 10 minutes. You cannot do it. That's not happening. If you were a guy and weighs 130 pounds, probably you're a dude over 200 pounds. I got a real hard time believing you can do that. You might make it the first four, five, six minutes, but minute seven, eight, and nine, dude, fatigue becomes real. And if it's super easy for you to do chin-ups, do pull-ups or wider grip pull-ups or put on a weight vest. Now we're getting into some of the some of the nuances and the technical protocols. But the point I'm driving at is if you want to get better with body weight, you have to really start to understand time, which I just covered, or if it's tempo. Well, Jeremy, I do 10 push-ups easy. Yeah, you do your normal 10 push-ups easy. But what about eccentric push-ups? Meaning you're doing a three-second count on the way down. Three, two, one. Chest touches the floor. You can shoot back up quick. Then come back down. Chest, three, two, one. Touches the floor. Boom. Come right back up. By slowing those 10 reps down, the time, which is now what we're looking at, probably is three, four, five X what it was before. You're trembling, you're struggling to be stable. Now, my friends, you're making progress with just body weight. And if the eccentric becomes easy, we can focus on the concentric. So the starting from the bottom up, slow, three, two, one, up. You can drop down quick, gravity will help you, and you can come up slow. That, my friends, is the time under tension where you're really controlling the speed, the tempo, and even the range of motion. When I talk about range of motion, Obviously, the gold standard we always say is full range of motion, but sometimes those, I don't want to call them pulse reps because it's not right, but cutting the range of motion short at either the top or the bottom or both changes everything because the muscles never have a chance to rest. So doing push-ups, right? Full range of motion, tough. Now if we do them and we go close to the floor, but we stop just an inch short of the ground and we stop about an inch short of locking our elbows out and do push-ups that way, now, my friends, we are messing with range of motion to keep the time under tension. It's never coming off. So the entire time you're doing push-ups, so if it takes you, let's say, 20 seconds to do the 10 slower push-ups, that's 20 consecutive seconds that the shoulders, the chest, your triceps, and your abs are on fire the whole time. That's what I'm talking about. We can do the same thing with pull-ups, same thing with chin-ups. That gets exponentially harder. So if I go, well, Jeremy, I can do 15 pull-ups easy. Go ahead and do a pull-up and give me a slow on the eccentric. So lower yourself down super slow. Give me the same 15. You can't do it. If you're going to do a chin-up, well, Jeremy, I do chin-ups super easy. Give me three seconds slow on the way up using no momentum and no swing. So meaning you're hanging at the bottom and you slowly three, two, one, now your chin comes over the bar. You can come down at the normal pace. Then again, three, two, one. Then your chin comes over the bar. That, my friends, is a brutal workout. If you've never done it, it's humbling. It takes your pull-ups from about 15 to three real quick. Step-ups, we can do the same thing. Slowly stepping down, focusing on the leg that's planted on the box. Split squats, Lord knows they're the worst. Lunges are great too. Slow forward, slow backward, slow lateral. But if you're on a split squat, man, doing splits in the app, we loaded a, a protocol. I think I've shared it before, obviously, like on uh, on Instagram. 
But in the app, I throw these into a lot of the workouts. They're these one-minute split squats, meaning you do one single rep in a minute. So you start your normal split squat stance, Bulgarian, so rear foot elevated. You lower to this from the top to the bottom, so your knee doesn't even tap the floor till 30 seconds in. And then once that happens, you don't come back to the full starting position for another 30 seconds. So meaning the eccentric, the lowering portion, takes 30 seconds, and the coming back up, the concentric part, takes another 30 seconds. So you did one rep in one minute. That will smoke you. Do it on the other leg. Do it on the next leg. That's what I'm talking about in terms of time under tension, speed, the tempo, and the range of motion you're using. There's also contractions too. And if you guys have ever looked into any of Bruce Lee's stuff back in the day, he'd use a ton of body weight, a ton of holds, almost like poses, squeezing the chest, arms down, squeezing the chest, arms across, um, retracting the shoulder blades, you know, going through all these different hold patterns can also tax and challenge the muscles. In terms of body weight, the other thing is the training volume. So... A lot of fitness professionals, a lot of people, you know, believe building muscle is highly dependent on the amount of, of training volume in terms of, obviously, reps uh, close to failure uh, to reaching hypertrophy. Now, there's a ton of studies out there. I can't remember how many I've read recently, whether it's between five reps and 30 reps. Some people say five and 50 reps. But it's all relative to, to failure, right? So you can build muscle doing seven reps as long as that range is close to failure for you. It could be 15 reps. It could be 22 reps if that's close to failure for you to reach like hypertrophy, which is just us obviously building muscle. So in my experience, that's you know pretty much been true. If you can build muscle with low volume, body weight strength, that's awesome. However, for a lot of people, you probably have to up the volume, especially if it's body weight. Typically with the heavier loads, because it's external, you can get away with doing, you know, five, six, seven reps or something. With body weight, not as often, unless you're really cutting down the rest time, which is kind of like cheating the system, but it's a whole different conversation together. I guess the rule of thumb or kind of a guideline to follow would be if you're looking for rep ranges for muscle groups, probably around 25 to 30 plus reps per muscle group um, per week, depending on obviously what you can handle. And you might need more or less depending on you know what, what your program looks like and, and how much volume your body is used to, but I would say that would be probably about the minimum. Um, also, compound moves is the main focus here. That's for anybody trying to build muscle, obviously, or, or trying try to get stronger. Uh, I'm not saying you can't focus on the smaller movements, but the nice thing is, is that compound movements obviously involve the large, you know, motor units, uh, more muscle, less isolation, which is obviously a no-brainer. But when you're doing body weight kind of strength training, there's not that many ways to isolate just a single muscle group. And so in most exercises, you're going to have to utilize your whole body or at least half your body or at least the anterior or the posterior chain is going to be engaged when you're doing it, which is obviously amazing for hypertrophy. And that really should be the cornerstone of all the exercises you select and all of the training you do just for life in general, whether it's body weight or not. And what I'm talking about 
in terms of compound movements, if you say, hey, I'm going to do body weight training, but I want to build my biceps. Okay, well, how are we going to do it? If it's a pull-up bar, cool. So pull-ups, chin-ups, neutral grip. It's not just biceps. Our back has to be basically the prime mover. So our back is getting love there. Even if it's TRX and you're using um, a TRX for just like a TRX bicep curl, you're going to have to stand vertical, stiff line head to heel. So the glutes have to be locked. Obviously, your abs are going to be turned on. You're on your feet. And even if you're leaning back, you got your glutes tight and your back is engaged as you obviously are curling forward. But there's going to be some anterior shoulder that's locked in place too. Same thing, well, I'm going to do my legs, Jeremy. I'm going to do my quads. I'm going to do uh, split squats, or I'm going to do close stance lunges. You don't think that your glutes and your hamstrings are engaged when you're doing that? The point I'm driving at is with body weight training, the nice thing about it is all the compound moves are kind of built in because there is, it's really tough to do isolation training when you're doing body weight training. It integrates a lot of things. That's why I throw it into all of our programs. It's why I use it in my own personal life. It's why I use it in a lot of my warm-ups, and I just sprinkle it in because I think it's great. It gets the body moving through space, especially when you can do it dynamically. So other ways that can make it tough, plyometrics, obviously. We can do this with upper body. Um, you can do it with pull-ups. You can do it on monkey bars. You can do it with push-ups, most definitely. You can do it with all the lower body movements, step-ups, split jumps, box jumps. You can do it with all the hanging patterns, muscle ups. You can do it with crawling, uh, bear crawls, crab walks, um, alligator walks. You can do, um, what do we, what do we do for all the animal flows? Uh, there's the Spider-Mans, there's, uh, the ape movements. There's so many, um, that you guys can go through bear crawl and crab walk probably being the two most popular, but you can do so many with that forward, backwards, uh, lateral, uphill, downhill, you're not limited, and you can take it off of a, a plane surface. Okay, I'm doing it typically in the gym. Now I'm going to do it on the beach. You ever done bear crawls on the beach? gets real gnarly in a hurry. The point is that's all body weight training, so it can be done. There's so many ways to integrate it into your life, and if that's all you have with where you're at, it's a great place to start. But the key is focusing on how many reps, how many sets, how much volume, and I do think one of the best protocols to use is, is training for time. I'm going to do this for a minute. I'm going to do this for two minutes. I'm going to do this hold for 90 seconds. We do a lot of it here uh, with lunges, obviously. I do lunges and step-ups are probably the two biggest ones that I do. So I'll do lunges from anywhere from, what do we do today in the workout? Um, I went through a flow. Again, there, there's so many athletic drills like we're not even mentioning Uh Lateral shuffles, uh, karaoke's, skater hops, um, skipping. I mean, literally, it's almost endless. So today I went through and I did a minute of lateral shuffles down the turf, a minute of skips, and then a minute of karaoke's. And then just did some basic uh, backpedal um, to sprinting, real slow back pedal, then a, a quick transition to sprint, alternating the way I was turning. Not real crazy. And then I started off and I did five minutes of just walking zombie lunges. The first four minutes were zombie lunges. The last minute were just alternate lunges. And then two minutes of mobility lateral lunges. Really working on 
owning the pattern, took my shoes off, drive through the heels so I could really make a connection. And that helped a ton. And then just because I hated myself so much today, the last three minutes of the day, I just did bear crawls. Slow bear crawls forward down the turf 25 yards, slow bear crawls backwards, which I'm starting to throw some of these into our programs inside the app in the next couple of weeks. There's actually, for the abs program, we filmed a dumbbell bear crawl. I'll throw it on Instagram too. It's a whole different level of misery, um, which obviously isn't bodyweight training because I have dumbbells, but that's the level I'm at. But sometimes I just like to go through crawl patterns. It just does help. It engages your body in a way that other movements don't. It allows you to move your trunk and really own a pattern in a, a way a lot of movements don't. And it just has you moving through space in a unique way. And body weight can do that. I mean, I'm talking like a, a legit bear crawl. Shoulders are locked. Shins are parallel to the floor. It's not only a great aerobic movement, it's a great strength movement. And again, we can always level those things up by adding a set of light dumbbells, by adding a weight vest, or just slowing down the crawls in general. Again, speed tempo or if three minutes is easy let's go four minutes let's go five minutes i one time watched a guy in venice beach in a fucking weight vest doing what was he doing bear crawls for what like 10 minutes five minutes shit last time I was in san diego i'm there in coronado love it they do a lot of the um navy training there and heather and i i'm at the beach bar at the dell having a beer eating some fish tacos while i'm watching these 18 19 20 year old kids doing fucking bear crawls in the sand and then doing sugar donuts is what they call them. It's like a stop, drop, and roll in the sand. Then running back into the ocean, getting blasted, carrying a fucking boat over their head, coming back, running through it, and then going through bear crawls again. I'm like, this is misery. I go, but you tell me those kids ain't getting strong? Those kids ain't getting tough? That stuff will change you if you just divorce your mind from I always have to do five by five. And it, there's nothing against that stuff. But at some point, you got to understand you're going to get older and hopefully you're going to get smarter and hopefully your goals kind of shift with what's important to you and what you're trying to do and how much longevity do you want to have in the fitness game and, and what's most important to deadlift the heaviest weight possible to back squat the heaviest weight possible to bench press the heaviest weight possible. I'm not saying it's not important. If you like doing it, then please do it. But don't do it at the risk of getting hurt and not feeling good and not being functionally fit and strong. Don't let your fitness steal your fitness. Don't have what you do inside the gym take away from what you can do outside the gym. The point of what we do in here is to make everything out there better. And somewhere along the way, people in fitness who, who really get into it start to lose that. Or when you want to shortcut your goals you read a program from so-and-so and like, this is the only way it can be done. I'm like, it's not the only way it can be done. I think being diverse in your training and being open-minded to things is probably the best way to actually go about it. And take it from me, dude. I come from the, you know, athletic world is where I first was born, but I always loved bodybuilding. I always loved watching it. I love the bodybuilding style training. It is a huge influence and it's ingrained on everything that I do. But I also understand there's something super cool about owning your own body and having body awareness and being able to be super fucking athletic. Like that's super cool. If you listen to me, like the coolest things in the world to me, like obviously being healthy, you know, falling under the, the biggest umbrella, like being a healthy person is one. 
but being able to, to move your body and be functionally strong, quick, you can run, you can jump, uh, you can move shit around if you have to, you don't get tired and you're athletic enough to do a lot of things. Like that's pretty cool, dude. I don't know a lot of other things in life that are a lot cooler and more useful than that. One, the byproduct is you get to look like a fucking badass. Two, if there's a zombie apocalypse, like you're probably going to survive. I can go down the list. Those are two great things right there. If that's all it was, the point I'm driving at is you got to just really be open-minded to training it and be a little bit more creative with it. And again, that's why I exist, I guess, because people are not as creative as they need to be with the stuff we put on social media, with the stuff we put inside the app. But you can become really fit and really strong and really dynamic and really badass if you can own body weight training. And sometimes as you get older, it just feels fucking good to do that instead of always, you know, grinding, always picking up heavy ass weight and beating the shit out of yourself. That's fun, dude. I love it. I'm, I don't know a lot of people who grind as much as I do in terms of training. Even on days where maybe I want to do something fun, I'll fucking grind it anyway because that's this kind of... I don't know. It's, it's, it's the John Wick in me. It's, it's kind of who I am. I go, but there are days where I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to flow today. I'm going to experiment. I'm going to discover. I'm going to play with just body weight stuff. And if it's too easy, then I can add external load to it. But I already have a base. If you don't have a base built yet, start slow. Work on going through full pain-free range of motion in your movements. If you can't get there yet, I don't think you should be loading it. That's just my opinion. You do what you like. Focus on mobility. Focus on tissue work. Get rid of the shit that's hurting and then own the body weight movement you want and then you can start to load it externally. I hope that helped. Basically, if you want to use body weight to build muscle, you can do it. It's probably not the best way to build muscle if it's the only thing you're doing because it's really hard to keep maintaining a pace to progressive overload with your body weight and different body weight exercises. Eventually you kind of cap out. But if you own those movements, then you can start to add in dumbbells and barbells and, and sandbags and weight vests and those things to add more resistance to the same movement pattern. So again, I'm a huge fan of calisthenics. I'm a huge fan of bodyweight movements. I'm a huge fan of throwing them into your training, using them as dynamic interrupts, using them as kind of your active rest stuff, or just using them to own high volume to increase endurance and just your overall athletic ability. Um, again, I think you first need to acquire a skill and you have to own a skill and really be confident in it and understand how it feels and what's going on before you can increase the intensity and add a bunch of load to it. That's just my opinion. Um, that's what we do here. Um, I teach a lot of low barrier entry exercises here, and then I give people the options. And in some days, it's okay to load when you feel good, and some days you got to take a step back and just do body weight, especially as you get older. Um, you don't want to injure yourself doing something stupid, but if you've never went through the proper training and you don't really know what the hell you're doing with these movements, I don't see that you have to load them up super heavy because it's, it's going to cause you issues down the road. So my opinion, anyway, you want to implement body weight training, 
um, you can be successful with it. Um, you got to understand volume. You got to understand tempo, load, speed um, to really get the most out of building muscle and hypertrophy. But 100%, uh, it can be done. And once you get good enough with all your body weight movements, using external weights is going to make all the difference in the world. So when you get great at, at body weight dips, when you get great at body weight chin-ups and pull-ups, when you get great at push-ups, when you get great at step-ups, when you get great at lunges, when you get great at squatting, adding a simple weight vest, shout out to Hyperwear. That's where we get our vest from. Hyperwear makes the best hyper vest. Uh, they're like second skin. doesn't take a lot. Five pounds, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, 20 pounds will crush you for sure. Um, add those the next time you want to go for uh, a jog for two minutes. Add those next time you want to do jumping jacks. Add that next time you want to do skater hops, bear crawls, pull-ups, chin-ups, push-ups. Again, you guys, weight vest being the next progression um, to really kind of own something. And then you can add dumbbells and, and so on and so on and so on. In a perfect world, we could erase everybody's memory and start them from scratch. But unfortunately, you know, I'm not Thanos. I can't snap my fingers and we can't start this shit all over again. So um, you work with what you got, right? So the biggest thing, I guess, when I'm talking about this is it can be done. You got to figure out where you're at and what you're trying to do. And if the goal is to build as much muscle as possible, as fast as possible, probably not body weight. But if you're willing to be patient, you're willing to have a beginner's mindset, you're willing to really own a movement and understand what it does and be confident in it, I think that's the best way to go. So if you're not in a rush and you want to learn a bunch of cool tricks on what your body can do, because that's the other thing that, that body weight training does. You'll get into crawls, you'll get into holds, you'll get into a million different variations of like handstand push-ups, and you'll just play around with things you wouldn't play around with before. If you're okay with taking the route a little bit slower, which again, it's it's going to be it's hard either way, right? But I'd rather have it be hard up front than hard down the line because you don't want to fix a bunch of problems. It's like if you're going to build a house, do you want to speedily do it and like do a haphazard shit job and have to fix 14 things over the next two years? Or would you rather build it and have it take six months longer, but everything's done right and you don't got to go back and fix shit? That's the way that I think of body weight training and really owning the pattern. Build your body from the bottom up. Start there. Master it before moving on. And also, the, the two big things I want to say here, if the goal is actually building muscle. And this is for, we've done 100 podcasts on this already, but I have to say it because I won't, I won't be able to sleep at night if I... I feel like I'm doing you guys a disservice. I don't say these two things. If you want to build muscle, one, you got to be in a calorie surplus. You just do. If you want to be bigger, if you want to put muscle on your body, you have to be eating more food. You have to be in an energy surplus, meaning you can't be burning and throwing out more energy than you're taking in. So meaning, if your body's ripping off 4,000 calories a day, you got to be eating 4,500 calories a day. You got to stay in a surplus to gain muscle to get bigger. I hope this makes sense. If you don't care about getting bigger, but you just want to be stronger, more cut, ripped, shredded, toned, whatever word you want to throw out there, eat a healthy, well-balanced diet. If you're in a slight deficit, 
you're going to be more shredded. Your body fat is probably going to drop. That is the look you are going for. I hope this makes sense. But if you want to actually build muscle, you need to get bigger. You just do. Everybody out there listening who, oh, well, you know, Jeremy, I work out for two weeks and now my uh, my jeans are too tight. I built so much muscle. I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. You're full of fucking shit, man. You just are. Um, it doesn't work that way. You just, you don't, you don't get jacked in two weeks. You don't get jacked in a month. You don't get jacked in three months. You just don't. And, and if you're a female and you're, you know, any age really, um, you're probably not going to gain 10 pounds of muscle in a year. I just, I don't see it happening. If you're a dude and you're listening to this and you're 43 years old, you're probably not going to gain 10 pounds of muscle in a year. You might, but there's going to be a lot of fat that comes with it. And you will had to have eaten a shit ton of food to get there. So again, to build muscle, we need to be in a calorie energy surplus. If you're trying to be leaner, less body fat and be shredded, you have to be in an energy calorie deficit. I hope that solves that forever, even though I'm sure I'll say this 10,000 more times on this podcast. And the other thing you got to do is you got to sleep, man. You got to really, you got to get good quality sleep. You got to recover. You got to do tissue work. You really have to take care of yourself because you don't build muscle in the gym. You build it outside of it by the food you're eating and the rest and recovery you're getting. So those things are important too. So all the things I mentioned, if you're trying to build muscle, you got to be in a surplus of cows and energy. You got to get good sleep. And the last thing, you got to give it time, man. You really do. It's just, these things don't happen overnight. They don't. It's, um, it's hard, dude. It's hard to be jacked. It's hard to be shredded. It's hard to be strong. It's hard to be functionally fit. Um, but it can be done easily. I know it doesn't make a lot of sense, but if you consistently just show up day after day after day and give it time, that's the end game. It's eventually going to happen because it's all you're going to do. You got to look at it from, I'm not starting a five-week program. I'm not starting a 10-week program. You're starting a program until you drop fucking dead. Like, that's it, dude. Just commit to that. The sooner you realize that, the easier all these things are going to be. The easier it is for your mind to comprehend it, you're looking at your training and your eating and the way you take care of yourself in different lenses. You really are. Anything short of that, it's just going to be tough because you're fighting the reality. It's like, okay, think of it this way. What are some certainties in life? You're going to die. Um, you're going to pay taxes. And uh, you're going to have to work out. If you want to be fit, and you're going to have to eat right if you want to be fit. And you're going to have to get quality sleep. And you're not going to be able to abuse your body, especially as you get older. So if we know that, you wake up every day and you know, I'm going to have to pay taxes, man. And you're going to have to pay until you're dead. Like there's no getting out of it. Like it's just part of the fucking game. Like I don't like it either, dude. But you just got to do it. Fitness is the same way. You just approach fitness like you approach your taxes and know you just got to pay them consistently quarter by quarter, year after year, until you drop dead, you're just committed to it. It's just something you do. Fitness is the same. So if you're on this journey to be better, to be healthier, to be fitter, just commit to it until you drop dead. Not five weeks, not 10 weeks. And there's there's peaks and valleys in there. There's sometimes where you make gains. There's sometimes where you are just, I don't want to say maintaining because that's not right, but you're making slower progress and not as fast of progress. That's okay. Because you keep showing up, 
you keep putting in the work, you keep doing all the right things over and over and over again. So just know, no matter what your goal is, whether it's building muscle, losing fat, becoming more mobile, becoming more athletic, owning your body weight movements, learning new Olympic lifts, you name it, just give it time. Be consistent. And I did a video on Instagram right before I got on here, just talking to people about the weekend. And I do this in every coaching group we do. And I've said this all the time, and you guys have heard me say it before, your goals matter just as much on Friday night as they do on Monday morning. Your goals matter just as much on July 29th as they do on January 1st. You got to understand why you started and you got to stop making excuses because you can have results and you can have excuses, but you can't have both. It just doesn't work that way. And I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but if you're the person who every January, you know, promises himself something and then come May or June, you're like, fuck it. It doesn't matter anymore. Ask yourself what changed in that five month time span. Ask yourself why you don't care about your body and your health and your happiness in your life anymore. I can't answer that. Only you can. And if you're the person who on Sunday night, um, after a weekend of just shit eating and drinking and you're disgusted with yourself, you promise yourself this week's going to be different. Or maybe it's Monday morning and you wake up and you just feel like, you know, hot trash and you promise yourself this week's going to be the week. And then all of a sudden Thursday rolls around, Friday rolls around and then Saturday and you find yourself having the same crappy eating choices, giving in to social pressure, always doing everything, eating what everybody else is eating, drinking what they're drinking. And then letting you know yourself kind of get caught up in the moment and selling yourself on why it doesn't matter and why next week will be different, but yet you've done that week after week after week after week. You got to ask yourself, why did you start? And why doesn't it matter in certain moments and why does it matter in others? Again, motivation isn't going to do it, man. It's just a, it's a discipline. It's the, the consistency and the discipline and just looking at it through different lenses and understanding that this is a lifestyle choice. There's not a machine. There's not a fucking pill. There's not an app. There's not a program. There's nothing that's going to fix it for you. You have to do it yourself. And that should be the best news anybody has ever heard because it is all in your control. Nobody can decide what you eat but you. Nobody decides where you work but you. Nobody decides if you wake up and work out but you. Nobody does mobility if they want to except you. Like you own everything and that's a great place to be. You're driving the boat. Nobody's driving it for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you just really got to own that shit. You're the CEO of all the choices you make in your life and you can do this if you really want to. And we're here to help you. All you got to do is reach out and ask. So hopefully uh, that helped and a little fire under your ass too. So you, you can't build muscle with body weight. Uh, even if that's not your goal, I think you guys should be throwing in a lot of body weight movements in general. I think everybody should be doing push-ups and, and pull-ups or some version of pull-ups for them, whatever that is. I think everybody should be doing lunges and, and step-ups. And I think everybody should be doing some kind of crawls, bear crawls, crab walks, uh, skater hops. You should be skipping. You really should be. Um, I think you'll be better off. No matter what else you do in your training, just to have your body move dynamically through space, shit, just doing some backwards walking little basic backpedaling and with some transitions lay on the ground and then get up as quick as you can and jog for 50 yards and repeat doing that. Like just moving your body up and down creates a difference that a lot of other basic training protocols don't. And that all starts with body weight training, my friends. Thank you guys. As always. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'll probably pop on 
May, I'm going to try, try to get next week, midweek. Uh, I'm traveling here. Um, a couple more trips left this summer. And uh, I got a lot of stuff coming on the pipe. So I'll try to get to you guys midweek next week. If there's anything specific you want to hear me talk about or touch on, I'm happy to do it. Again, uh, if you're on YouTube, thank you guys for watching. Otherwise, you guys subscribe 100% for free. And uh, we're loading a ton of stuff on there. Same thing with fucking TikTok. I don't understand it, but man, uh, we're doing our best to help people on TikTok now. Uh, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, everywhere else. If you guys want a sample of Athletic Greens, hit me up. Don't feel weird. Please just ask. Don't be the weirdo. I'm not, there's no judgment. I'm asking you to ask me. I, I can't send it to you if I don't know your address. So hit us up. I'll send it to you. Same thing if you want a dream sample, help you get to sleep and stay asleep. I'll send you a sample. Any other questions you guys have or you want to see all our sponsors, they're all in the show notes. These are all people we trust. Inside of the app, we have our trusted partners guide, our supplement guide, our macro guide, smoothie guide, everything else in between. If you guys want a full nutrition guide to kind of walk you through the basics, um, it's all in there for a buck. So hit it up, App. It's there. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, drop me a five-star, leave a comment. I truly would appreciate it. Share this with a friend or family member if they need to hear this, if they're looking to get into training or they think you can only train one way. Maybe this can kind of peel their eyes a little bit. And if you're on Spotify, drop it a five-star because you can do that there as well. Other than that, uh, that's it for me. I'm tired. My dog's at home. I got to take her for a walk. Uh, it's not that hot out today. We should be okay. And uh, if you guys are not on our newsletter, again, reminder, we do three emails a week, every week, some weeks, even more. Been doing that for over 11 years. I'm happy to add you to the newsletter email list. If you guys went on, just shoot me a message. I thank you guys as always for the support. Thank all of you guys who are in the app. It means a lot to me. I've been putting my heart and soul into it. And I hope you do appreciate it. And if you've got some friends who need to be fit, bring them in there too. It's been a great party. You guys have been more than um, more than awesome. So I, I tip my hat to you. So thanks. And uh, that's it. Got a bunch of new t-shirts that'll be coming down the pipe. If I get them next week, I'll take some photos and we'll do a mass production of the most popular one. And we got some good ones coming out. So I'm kind of excited about that. But thank you guys as always. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please, you guys. Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.